You're listening to the Brisbane Football Review. We'll be back after this. the Brisbane Football Review. It's our final segment for this week's show, and we're going to look ahead to the Wellington game. But before we do that, Scott, how can people get in contact with us? All right, so you're on Facebook, um, Brisbane Football Review, Twitter, at Raw Review, podcast on Wishka and iTunes, and if we're at games, you can come and talk to James if you feel like it at fan cam. So he gets a bit lonely when the team doesn't go so well, so go down and, <laughs> That's right. go down and have a chat to him. So you can also email us, brisbanefootballreview at gmail.com. That's right, and uh, yeah, we're part of the Daily Football Show Fan Network. Angela, how can people find your work, by yes. the way? Well, that's a good question. Um, <laughs> I, I'm on Twitter at Ange Basic, and Basic is spelled B-A-C-I-C. Mm-hmm. We'll put that out on it yep. when we share out the show. And yeah, just find me on there, and you also could find me at the women's game most of yep. the time, the, um, at the women's game on yep. everything, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. So we haven't scared you off the show yet, have no, we? No, you haven't. It's all good. Okay, we've got one more segment to go, yeah, Scott. We'll, so We'll see what we can do. <laughs> all right. So all-time record against the Phoenix, it's 18 wins, 6 draws, 6 losses. In Wellington, it's 1-6, drawn 4, lost 3. I think that might be the first time they've actually played a game where they've had a good record. <laughs> you haven't played in Newcastle Central Coast yet. There are other grounds we're quite, we're mm. quite good at. But Yeah. Actually, that was one thing we forgot in segment one. That Jets record at Suncorp oh. Stadium again. Oh, so, God, yeah. So let's hope that trend sort of continues this week with a good result in Wellington, who I still maintain are the least interesting team in the A-League. It's interesting to see that Raw actually do have a good record in Wellington, considering they have to travel three hours, pretty much three, four hours, I'm not really sure, that far. It's pretty good to have a way record like that. Mm. Yeah. And considering the climate change as well, where it seems to be 12 degrees and rain <laughs> yeah. sideways at every home game. <laughs> Yeah, Wellington really should have a better home record in general, given the massive advantage that they have of that. But anyway, yes, with the twelve people in the crowd, like Gold Coast United. <laughs> well, they are Let's very see if you can get in one segment here. Right, so I think we're up to about four right now. Yeah, see if we can get to. Come on, get to double figures. They they are very enthusiastic supporters though. Like they're always yeah. there cheering the team on, even if they do crap. Like come on. And I will say, like from what I've seen from Wellington right now, enthusiastic is a great way to describe their style yeah. of play. They've got Dario Vitasic who is looking fantastic oh, yeah. in the middle of the park, and they really control yeah. games in midfield. Actually, I think they're actually going. You're, you're so down on them, but I think they're quite underrated, Wellington. Oh, they've, look, they've been scrappy. They could have so absolutely got year. more in, points than they have at the moment. I think one point out of nine doesn't really tell the story of how good they are. Mm. They have been in every game, yeah. and if not for the VAR, they might have actually had a chance to absolutely. draw with Sydney. They should have absolutely been. But no, it wasn't the VAR, just the linesman put the flag <laughs> on. That's what I mean. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, I'm still blaming the VAR okay. for that. <laughs> All right, let's look at this from a raw perspective. First things first, is this a must win game for the raw? 100%. Mm-hmm. I agree. I, I'm, zero I'm, from three it's not really a yeah, you don't want to have you want to continue zero from four and losing in Wellington with the record we have overall and with the one in Wellington I, I'm not going to go so far as to say must win game for me it's like, I will happily take a draw and just sort of breaking that goose egg on the points tally I'll take a draw if they play really well and put together a full 90 minutes I would much rather see them win and play like rubbish <laughs> last time I wrote I think it was a 1-0 scrappy win from Jamie McLaren mm. so yeah. Another one of those would be just fine, thanks. I wouldn't want to see a scoreless draw, though. I would want to see actually a score, just saying they actually could score goals more than what they have with Jane McLaren, with um, yeah. everyone leaving as well, considering yeah. the strikers haven't really shown that much. Two goals in four competitive games at the moment, it, if you count the cup. If we count I the know cup. the Raw sometimes <laughs> do or don't goals. count the cup. What's that? Three goals in four competitive games. The Raw have scored. 
Wait. They got one against Melbourne. Oh, you're right. Yeah, sorry, yeah. you're right. It's yeah. just by the time Scapetta scored, it wasn't yeah. really a competitive game. Yeah, it wasn't competitive anymore. <laughs> yeah. No, you're right. My that bad. was a difference. I actually completely forgot the goal from the weekend, actually. That was one I didn't <laughs> With everything else going on, I yeah. won't hold that against you. But, yeah, so for me, it's all about performance. Mm-hmm. Obviously, that attacking quadrant, attacking four, whatever. Something like that. It's still, you know, finding its feet. Mm-hmm. And with the addition of Bortiak, that's another variable to throw into yeah. the mix. Ben Kalfala has been... Oh, God, he's been absent. I don't know what he does. <laughs> Thank you. I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> sorry, guys. His delivery off the corners, that's the one that's redeeming the, factor I yeah. would say. And it's something that's good yeah. that replaces what Broich did from corners when he was think, younger. I actually think his corner delivery is better than Broich. <laughs> please, Bortiak's better. Yeah, oh, look, Bortiak... The, the, the free kick Bortiak put in on Sunday was really good just of no one following it in. Mm. I, I honestly think, like, that duo will come good because they seem to already have a bit of a connection before they started playing yeah. and I do kind of think what we are seeing from some of these players is their injury hit preseason is starting to come back and bite them yeah definitely it's, it's been a problem yeah having not having TK there has been a massive influence on how the results have gone I think he is quite a le- he is in a leadership position yeah. there and he does help the midfield out quite a bit I think you're right though the slow start is largely down to injuries and just starting the season quite slowly. But see, that's why I'm not all doom and gloom yeah. yet, because there have been positive signs with the way that they've performed so far, where we've mm. got... I don't, like, they've shown mm. glimpses. I want to turn it's those glimpses though, into something more mm. sustained. I think the main problem is throwing a whole bunch of new players into a system they've never played before. Mm. Having to play the yeah. raw way, whatever that way may be. But having Ben Kalfal uh, and who else is that... Um, Bortiak, Scapetta, Macaroni. Macaroni has fitted quite yeah. well into that, yeah. though. He's up there. He's like the target yeah. man into the centre. But otherwise, they're all being thrusted into a new role that they've never played before. Still think they're trying to find out how to use mm. Macaroni properly as well. They still haven't got that down pat yet. Mm. Even though it's been all pre-season, yeah. I reckon they should have played a few more competitive games yeah. against top sides like A-League teams instead of yeah. MPL teams. But I think maybe in pre-season they might have considered playing the system they were mm. going to use in the A-League. Yeah. Because obviously there was that three at the back stuff going on, which... Mm. It wasn't a three at the back, didn't you hear, John? <laughs> John says it wasn't three at the back. What are you talking about? I, I, the more <laughs> I think about it, the more I think like that formation experiment won't say three at the back then. Keep you happy, Scott. Yeah, I'll call three at the back if you like. It's, it's, I don't know what John O'Leary <laughs> okay, said. The, the different formation the three that they at the ran back. Yeah, for most of pre-season, I think it was basically a let's see if we can do this and then pull the plug before mm. the competitive stuff starts when they realise... Maybe they're not quite set for it yet. I think the Melbourne victory game in the FFA Cup was a big t- telling yeah. tale what, what was going to happen with the season. It From that moment, I was like, something might need to change within the squad to make them more competitive, yeah. and I don't think that's changed yet. All right, so speaking of the makeup of the back line, obviously Corey Brown's going to be out with a hamstring injury, presumably for a few weeks. It did say so, yeah. It, it looked pretty bad. He went straight down the tunnel, basically. He knew straight away yeah. something was wrong. Yeah, because well, it was... We were actually looking at it and saying, oh, why didn't he put his foot through the ball? Oh, that's why. <laughs> so, obviously, get well soon, Corey. Yep. One-time podcast guest, and I'm guessing probably not an avid listener. <laughs> Since he heard what we talk yeah. about. All right, so, uh, other round four fixtures. We've been going for long enough. I think we can just keep moving here. Should talk about who's going to come in at the back, though. Oh, it's going to be Jade North, isn't it? Should It probably will be. I'd just love to see him play two proper fullbacks with Ingham mm. and Hingett. Well, Dane will be side, the obvious yeah. Ingham will come in on the bench and Hingham will start, but I just wish he'd play both. So I want, I I'd slot attacking fullbacks, please. Ingham did show a little promise yeah. in those Asian Cup games, Asian Champions League games, yeah. so 
I think he would be a good choice on the bench. Yeah, why not? Uh, I no no chance of Connor O'Toole being a naturally left-sided player. I just assumed it'd be dating him, given he's the one that's yeah, been he's been training the last couple of weeks he, in the uh, squad. He's been training with the squad during the off-season yeah. too. He wasn't in MPL yeah. a lot of either in the Brisbane Royal Youth side, so yeah. I'm assuming that he's been working quite hard with the senior team. And take it for what it's worth, they did give him jersey number two, so clearly they expect something yeah. from <laughs> Yeah, Yeah, because well, actually before the game on Sunday, we saw him warming up. He and was warming up, There yeah. was a question of, oh, what's, who's number two? What's he doing out there? And, oh, that's Dane Ingham. Oh, he must be on the bench. No, it's just emergency cover, I guess. Mm. So how about that? All right, so now we'll go on to the other round four mm-hmm. fixtures. Sydney FC uh, face Perth Glory, who have a rare away trip for them. Yes, I was interested in this game because Sydney's defensively the last couple of weeks have shown they're a bit vulnerable and Perth have got a really good attack. So I think Perth might cause some trouble. I think Sydney will win. but I think Sydney m- might have a few problems yeah. at the back too. Um, I do think they're still getting into yeah. the rhythm of the season too. Um, but Perth have proven to be yeah. pretty good um, away from home sometimes. I, but in saying that, Adam Taggart mm. and his ability yeah. to cause problems for the fence, I think Perth might have it. I'm I'm going to stick with Sydney here, but who knows? I would not be surprised <laughs> if Perth did something, though. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if Perth pulled something out of their hat. It's going to be closer than the odds might suggest. Yeah. Mm. All right, so Saturday after the Raw game, it's actually going to be really intriguing. It's the second Melbourne side to visit Adelaide uh, yeah. coming up, and this one's actually going to be at Hindmarsh Stadium. First game for City outside of Victoria. I don't think it's going to hurt them too much being outside of Victoria, but... Well, they just have to go next door to Adelaide. They just have to literally <laughs> just, just drive the street, probably. Yeah. But um, <laughs> uh, Adelaide, they proved a lot during the FFA mm. Cup and the way they played, but I don't know if the... I don't know if they've produced that way in the A-League so far. They're, they're a solid side, Adelaide. They work really hard, but I think Melbourne City, this is a good test for them because the, the last couple of years they've kind of struggled away from home, and this will be a good test to see if they can go to a well-organised Adelaide side and get a result. Mm. I think this might be a draw, though. Yeah, I'm going to say a draw, but I think it's going to be a very good game. Yeah, I reckon there might be a last-minute winner maybe in there. Not sure who from, but That'll be hey. a nil all now. It, you said it'll be a really good game? It, it, no, it'll be a Tim Cahill <laughs> salvaging a, <laughs> a very <laughs> dour game, and that'll just take all the headlines. All right, then Sunday. Ooh, we've got a double header, which is good, because I'm working Sunday evening. Newcastle and West Sydney in Newcastle. Big question, of course, is how are the Jets going to respond yeah. uh, to Vargas's absence? And I suppose it would be Wayne Brown stepping into the mix. I think so too, yeah. Um, if if he wasn't there, probably someone else. But <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, he's lucky to still be playing um, next weekend, this weekend. Yeah, he should, probably shouldn't be playing. But I also thought maybe Joey Champs would get more of a run. Yeah, if they move Petrados yeah. into the middle and do that, and maybe even Devante Clute on the bench, which well, would be That was actually Brenton Speed's left field suggestion, saying bring Devante Clute in and just slot him into that Talk role. Talk about players who've completely just disappeared out of sight. Mm. I miss him. He was fun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and then the final game of the round is Central Coast Mariners against Melbourne Victory. So, funny little trivia note for this weekend. All the teams without a win are actually playing each other. So, I'm ready for two draws in these games. <laughs> yeah, so Mariners... Anything but a Melbourne win, please. <laughs> anything but, yeah. Yep. Anything, yeah. Anything but a Melbourne Victory win. Sorry. <laughs> All right. So, now we're going to get on to... Don't apologise. <laughs> yeah. That's fine. Melbourne don't listen to us anyway. All right. So... They're going to steal this podcast in two years anyway, don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> well, if they can pay our moving expenses down there and set us up with... Oh, no, decent, I'm not moving. Decent place for yeah. pay packet. You and Adam can go, I'll stay here. <laughs> All right, going to need a big house. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so predictions for the Raw game. Saturday, 4.35 Brisbane time. Uh, Scott, we're going to start off with you this week. Oh, jeez. Take your hand off your mouth. You're covering up the sound. 1-0 Wellington. 
All right, so Scott's got a 1-0 loss, as I just typed that in onto our spreadsheet. Now, Angela, as we mentioned before we started recording this, <laughs> feel free to stitch up Adam as much as you want here. Oh, as much as I'd love to stitch Adam up about it, I do have a bit of faith in this Royal side coming back and proving everyone wrong. I do think that they will have a 1-0 win. 1-0 win for the Raw. Okay, I'm going to call for a 2-2 draw. We do actually have a predictor competition running on the Fox Sports website, which I really should check in. I completely <laughs> forgot about it at the weekend, so no, actually, I'm out. We mentioned this last week, but Scott's got a fantasy team as well, just made up of all former Raw players. Yep. It is fantastic. And you're not coming dead last. Either. <laughs> yes. And I forgot to bring champs in. I said I would last week. I completely forgot about it. And just as a quick point, as an update on how our host tips are going, just on this little spreadsheet... I got the result right last week. I didn't get the oh, score, but I got the result. So I'm sitting well clear on one point. <laughs> one point. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that's going to be it for this, this edition of the Brisbane Football Review. Angela, thank you very much for yes. coming on board. Thank you guys for having me. That's no right. I think we might have to bring you back. <laughs> I think so, yeah. Definitely. Scott, thanks yeah. as always. See you again, James. All right. Thanks, everyone, for listening. We'll be back next week to discuss, hopefully, the first Raw victory of the season. We'll talk to you all later.